everyone. Welcome back to the Better You Love True podcast. It is Thursday, so that means it is time for another episode. I just wrapped this last weekend my first summertime shy, which was incredible and amazing. It looks like everything is starting to cool off a little bit. So whether we like it or not, fall is here, y'all. And I had like the best time with my friends, lots of time on the water. By the lakefront, on the lakefront, it was a really great wrap to the end of summer, and my mind is already starting to turn towards the holidays, all things fall, all things winter, but it was really nice to have such a high ending to such a fun couple months, especially since I am brand new to the city. So I hope everyone's gearing up for a nice weekend. I hope everyone is also gearing up for fall, and I'm so excited for the change of the season. Because we love change. And this is also a Thursday reminder, y'all, that I'm still very much accepting reviews, reviews, and more reviews on this podcast. Um, I'm starting to see an increase in my downloaded episodes week over week. And it would mean so much to me if that would happen on the review front as well. I'm now on iHeartRadio. Yay. I'm really excited for this. And it was fun getting added to that platform. And if that is a platform where you like to stream podcasts, listen to music or anything like that, it's now available. There you have it. Just launched last week. So if you want to expand outside of Spotify and Apple, please jump onto iHeartRadio and leave a review while you're there. Today, this podcast just turned five and we are going to be going deeper into how action gets us closer to our goals. So the name of this podcast episode is Massive or Passive. And there are multiple forms of action. And the ones that we are going to focus on today are those two, massive action, passive action. And then we're also going to look into action lack thereof. And before we get into all of this, I want to start with my fave topic before we get into those three, which is emotions and mainly the indulgent ones. And when I first was learning about indulgent emotions, I was like, oh, these sound cute. And then when I got to know them better and met them face to face, they did not look anything like their profile picture that I learned about online. So if you have not been catfished IRL in real life, you probably have been catfished by indulgent emotions. Let me introduce you to them if you're not aware of what they are already because they have a lot of layers um, and you want to be mindful of them, especially when you encounter them when you are starting on brand new projects. So indulgent emotions are emotions that are absolutely comfortable to you. So these emotions are the ones that you dive into more than you would really like to. And ultimately what's happening is like they're not pushing you closer to the result that you're hoping to achieve. So a lot of it looks like no growth, no traction no movement, none of these things are going to come from indulgent emotions. And a lot of the time, people look at these emotions as facts. There are four of them that will potentially cost you your dream. So we're going to go through each one. And I I say potentially, but these indulgent emotions have the power to really actually cost you your dreams. So starting with number one, that one is going to be confusion. And we're starting with this one because, in my opinion, this is the most powerful one. And the reason I think that is because it's way easier for me to sit around and be confused and not take action. 
let me just sit here and not do anything and just be confused and get nowhere. So I can ruin I can ruminate all day on not knowing rather than just taking that next step, that next episode, that next networking event and so on. And it can, in the form of words, it's like, I'm confused because I don't know what color I want my website to be or what the text on the site should say. And that's just a thought. And that is just also a decision. You can choose to not be confused and decide the color scheme and get the copy on the paper. And you can also go back and change it later if you'd like to. I tend to ask myself when I'm feeling confused, like, what would I be thinking if I was not confused right in this moment? And something that has helped me a lot is to curb perfectionism and follow the rule of done is better than perfect. And I need to have a podcast episode on this at some point. But right now, the way that I'm living my life is B minus. So just do B minus work and then just get it out there into the world. And it totally makes it so you're not getting tripped up, wasting time and perfectionism. And getting that, just get the work done. It doesn't have to be perfect. Operate in B minus is has been proven to be powerful, especially as I start to create more content and get it out into the world. Um, and that is one way that I can get over my confusion. It's just let's operate B minus. I'll go into that topic later down the road. But I found that this has been really helpful in the productivity space. The next one we're going to look out is look at is doubt. So where you actually do not believe that you're capable of achieving your dreams, the thoughts of like, oh, I can never or like you actually do not believe that you're capable of achieving that desired result that you're pursuing. When in doubt, no steps are taken whatsoever. So from the start, you just decide you're not capable. So you do absolutely nothing at all. Doubt doesn't even get you across the start line. So it's it's one of those things that just has you stalled and stuck and you want to be mindful of think it. That's the first part. Then you just need to put action behind it and you're capable of doing anything. So be careful with that doubt aspect, because a lot of the times it'll keep you up the start line and won't even have you taking the first steps in the beginning. Number three, indulgent emotion is self-pity, and that's where you spend too much time focusing on your own troubles. And I mentioned this in podcast episodes previously, especially when we were talking about the past. It can be described in a number, like another way is victim mentality. So an example of us associating our feelings to our circumstances rather than our feelings to our thoughts. And that's like a classic mix up. Two examples would be like tying money and and time into this self-pity category. It looks a lot like I don't have enough time to start the business because of my full-time job. Or once I have X amount of dollars saved up, I'll be able to start. Your circumstances mean nothing when it comes to starting something new. And you don't need to change your circumstances to start out. Just change your thoughts about your circumstances. And you're going to be able to get started. So in the self-pity front, you want to be careful with slipping in a victim mentality. And then you also don't want to be like, I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money. Because what is enough time and what is enough money? That's It's all relative. Last but not least, and number four is going to be fear. So the fear of what the outcome will look like and the, the overall like what ifs in life. And I tie rejection into indulgent emotion number four. And 
there's a lot of vulnerability during your creation process, no matter what it is. And to overcome the fear around creativity and action can look a lot like understanding that you're not for everyone. People not like what I'm saying on this podcast whatsoever. And the great news is that I'm not trying to reach everyone. And everyone is not trying to learn from a life coach. So the opinions of others should not stop you from chasing a dream. And I like the idea that you absolutely can care what other people think. You absolutely can. But I just want to offer that you that make sure you care most about the opinion of yourself rather than the opinion of others. Like you, it needs to be stronger on the your opinion front rather than the opinion of others. We're going to kiss indulgent emotions on the cheek goodbye because now we need to talk about action. And the first one we're going to talk about is massive action. Once you have the cognitive piece down, and can become aware of not indulging in indulgent emotions and understand that thoughts create feelings that create action or inaction, that's when massive action steps on the scene. So you keep taking action until you achieve the result that you want. And then when taking massive action, you want to think long-term and not short-term. I always think about like what this venture is going to look like when I have 52 podcasts under my belt next year, and then 104 podcasts under my belt the year after that. So when you play the long-term game, it's much easier to not quit when you hurt, when you hit the first speed bump. And I have a good example, real life example to this that might make this a little bit more relatable. So... I live north of downtown Chicago by about, I think it's like three and a half miles. So when I go downtown, I usually take the train. And it's like, if you live in Chicago, it's also known as the L. And when I begin this journey from my place to downtown, I fully understand that I'm going to have multiple stops along the way. When, when I get on the train and when I arrive at the next pickup location, the doors open, people get on board, the doors close, and we begin again until we hit the next stop. When I'm heading downtown on the train and it comes to a full stop to open the doors and let others in, I don't give up and be like, absolutely not done with this. This is not what I signed up for. I I don't have time to be stopping. Let me just let me get off of this first stop and just turn around and go home. Because I have experience in going from my place to downtown, I can expect these stops along the way. So instead of me looking at these stops as, as means to get frustrated, Since my forward motion has been halted, I try and look at it as like, okay, I might meet someone new or I might have the opportunity to make a new connection from passengers coming on board. So when it comes to foreign items surrounding massive action, you might not know what those obstacles are, but you can just go ahead and expect them. Like, you know, that from the moment you start a new venture to the end or when you get to your desired result, it's not going to be perfect. So a lot of the times people try something new once and when they hit that first hurdle, they just give up and massive action is when you keep taking the action until you get the result that you want. Another example is like I've started yoga classes and I need to take more, but my first class when I went with a friend, like I was super discouraged when I left because the movements are super tricky and I religiously do CrossFit which is not a similar movement structure to yoga. So I decided with yoga that I'm going to keep going and going and going and going until it becomes familiar, just like taking the train to downtown Chicago. So 
again, like it's way easier to quit on the first mishap than to continue to take massive action. But like use your massive action mishaps and turn it to the future. It's like, okay, I hit a huge speed bump when I took this approach. It didn't work. So I just won't use that approach in the future. Something that I'm doing right now in my business is I've actually downloaded Bumble for business and for friends. So I was setting up both accounts and that honestly took a lot of time. Um, It's just there's a lot of questions. I've never downloaded that app before, so I was learning it. Um, So I've been learning and spending a lot of time researching other new businesses in Chicago. What I'm learning is that like there are not a lot of new ventures out there. But the Bumble Biz portion of networking is serving me way more than Bumble BFF when it comes to spreading the word about my business. So instead of deleting that Bumble app altogether, I'm just putting all of my energy into the Bumble Biz platform. And I can use this information to delete that app entirely because it didn't work out on the Bumble BFF side of things. Or I could just use it to restructure my approach on how I use the app and that's what I'm doing. Another example is that in, in like again related to this massive action portion is somebody reached out to me on Instagram yesterday related to one of my reels that I made and he mentioned he enjoyed the content that I was putting out and he also mentioned that he shared it with some of his friends who are interested in finding a life coach so I when I lived in Texas for or Houston Texas for over two years um, I knew this person and so we have stayed connected on Instagram over the years when he reached out we just got to chatting and he was mentioning that he was soon moving to Austin. I didn't know this. So I was just asking more questions. And then he mentioned that he really wanted to write a book. And in his message in verbatim, he said, I want to write a book and I'm just stuck between what's in my head and getting it into an outline and structure. My response verbatim was literally just start writing it and it'll all come together. So the rest was small talk. But I was like, this message is literally coming at the perfect time since action is what I wanted to speak on. So. There's just a great element of like when you want to do something, just start and like it's all going to come together. And on the massive action front, that's just what you need to do. And you need to continually do massive action over and over and over again until you get to that desired result. So there's massive action and then there's passive action. And massive action is going to push you up against your obstacles. That's sort of like tripping and falling and learning the high, the hard way type of action. And you really learn more about yourself via massive action than you do passive action. Massive action is extremely tiring. Something that is also tiring is not chasing your dreams. So do you want to be tired taking massive action to get closer to your dreams? Or do you want to be tired of not going after your dreams whatsoever? There can be temporary discomfort now to achieve your dreams. Or you will experience discomfort in the long term when you do not follow your dreams at all. Mm, I really love this one because it's saying that like you're going to be uncomfortable regardless. So you might as well do be uncomfortable taking massive action. And that's something that really landed with me, especially when I was going through all of this life coaching. Now let's talk about my favorite type of action, but one that really doesn't serve me the best, and that's passive action. So it is way easier for me to read, listen, and just consume information rather than create new things in a massive way. 
So passive action does not get you the results that you want. Passive action is consumption. Massive action is creating. And you want to know the differences between the two. So an unsupervised and unaware brain will just want to consume all the time. So I used to spend my mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. consuming books, podcasts, blogs, and then I would spend my evenings taking massive action like creating podcasts, diving into reels, or like exploring that platform and networking. And what I'm realizing, and for me to really start this new venture, I learned that I need to be taking massive action in the mornings and the evenings to get closer to my goals. So I truly thought reading and studying and consumption was the action that I needed to take. And that just wasn't the case. Quick example, and one that I'll expand on a bit in just a little bit, um, is that thinking about smoking less is not smoking less. And learning and reading how to stop smoking is not smoking less. To stop smoking less, you have to massively act on not smoking. So we're going to circle back to that one in just a little bit, but like, You can consume information, but if you're not acting on what you're consuming, then it's not getting you closer to your desired result. And there are times in your life when you consume more than you create, like lower school, middle school, upper school, or when you embark on like continued education and beyond that, like a master's degree and such. But even in moments of like deep consumption mode, where there's a lot of passive action underway, you can still find ways to create. So snag an idea during consumption mode and then create with that idea. If you really like to read, like I enjoy reading, you might find that you also enjoy journaling or like blogging. And from all this, like I found that my fulfillment comes through my own creation and I don't get that fulfillment through passive consumption. Inspiration finds you when you're working. And this is when the road opens up to fulfill your dreams in a creative way. And from the example above, just start writing that book, like still consume, just make sure that that massive action is the driver and being in that portion of, oh, I'm stuck or, you know, I'm not sure where to start or get into the outline. Like literally just start writing, get into that like creative working space and the inspiration is going to find you. So I'm always going to be passively consuming to taking passive action to consume information, but I'm really trying to be mindful that my massive action is the driver behind it all. I want to round out with some inaction because you can be doing passive, you can doing be doing massive, or you can just be doing nothing. And I like to associate avoidance with inaction. So things to remember, and we've harped on this in the past a little bit, but feelings control the actions that you do or do not take in your life. So people will lean on the adjustment of circumstances to take action in their life. But action adjustment needs to come from changes in your feelings and your thoughts. So getting a hold of why you you are or are not doing something will open up the feelings and thoughts behind your inaction or action. So this will help change the action more easily. And coaching is about finding the cause of our habits and patterns. And when it's discovered, like the change becomes way more pleasant. So this needs to be the driver behind your action line in the model. It's like, why, why am I doing this? And getting behind the why is going to open up. Okay, this is what I'm feeling. And then this is my thought that's driving that feeling. Real life example, coming back to the smoking, um, my grandmother, Ginger, smoked and I remember her telling me that she started when she was like 18, when she was in high school. 
And then she quit when my brother and I were born and she was in her mid fifties. And I remember her telling me she tried to quit many times. And then she was diagnosed. It was like unsuccessful, but then she was diagnosed with C COPD from excessive smoking. And immediately in that moment, she was able to quit. So she was given a diagnosis and her thought and her feelings about smoking totally changed. So she tried to quit before and it didn't work. Then she was hit with the diagnosis. Her thoughts totally flipped around smoking tobacco, making it easier to quit. And she did this cold turkey. So the diagnosis is her circumstance. She now has a new thought of, I need to quit. She felt motivated to quit like that was her feeling. And her action was stop smoking and her inaction looked like not buying cigarettes when she stopped to get gas. So she ultimately passed away because of her illness. But her ability to change her mindset because of the diagnosis and quit made it so she could live to be 80 years old. And that's a pretty great life given her diagnosis. There's always a great reason for why you do what you do. Um, And to fully understand all of this, you need to play around with the why on your thoughts and feelings. So changing your thinking and feeling without fully understanding it will prove to be difficult. I mentioned this before, but like people are quick to start beating themselves up once they realize that they've been thinking thoughts that don't serve them. But part of coming into full awareness involves a lot of emotion. So just get curious, take the time to fully understand it. And then start to make some thought changes and be gentle with yourself during the recognition process. That's going to be key. And I've also mentioned that before, too. The more you start to recognize your patterns surrounding action, the more you'll use passive action and massive action hand in hand in a balanced fashion to achieve your results. Massive action ultimately is going to get me to the result that I'm desiring. Passive action is a great starting point to get me into life coaching through self-help books and listening to podcasts of others. I'm still very much leaning into the massive action that I need to be taking in my life to achieve my results. And when taking massive action, you trip and you fall, the absolute worst thing that can happen is you feel an emotion. So what if you put a lot of time and energy into something that doesn't pan out the way you wanted it to? So really doesn't make you any less valuable or worthy of trying again. Whether it be the same thing or something different, like you tried it, if you're willing to experience these emotions, you will take action until you come face to face with the result you are seeking to achieve. Something super, super simple. Just set a goal, commit to it for one week. At the end of the week, commit to it for one more. At the end of that week, commit to it for two more weeks until it just becomes a habit. I will have 10 glasses of water a day. And I'll just do that for one week and it works out. Do it the next week and just continue on and on and on. I feel like keeping it simple and starting there is really important just to get into the action part of your life. Or do something major and commit in the exact same way. So that's going to be everything on massive and passive action. We also talked a little bit about inaction as well. I feel like right now I'm talking with a lot of people who are just starting new things. So I hope that this podcast hits the ears of somebody that can take this information and take that next step into following a dream or a desired result that is on their horizon. Thank you for listening. Please reach out to my email or on IG if you have any questions and I will see you all next week.